What time is it? What time is it? There's no time like island time. Nobody is ahead, nobody's behind. Everything's fine on island time. And you'll be living on island time. So maybe a breeze is through my mind. We're sending to see that's where you'll find me. Oh, just Thank you, John Puckett. Welcome to another edition of the Island Time Radio Show from the campus of Baldwin-Wallace University on the North Coast. DK Dennis King, your host, for another Monday night party on the radio. I hope you're all set and ready, and we're going to go surfing tonight. We got one of the original members of the fabulous, great surfaris from back in the 60s. Wipeout, of course, was their huge, huge hit. And we're going to talk to Bob Berryhill from the band we're going to hear some of their music, and uh, Rob Mel, trap rocker, very influenced by the Safaris, and is a big fan. He's going to join us as well later on in the show. Let's just get to it. What do you think? This is Larry Joe Taylor out of Texas Way, one of my favorite summertime tunes. Summer Days, Larry Joe on Island Time tonight. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Coming through the pouring rain Come on, son Let's make it hot Line those dog days up Make them all the same Ice cream, that's a piece of cake. Ain't nothing 
something sweeter on a day at the lake. Everybody's hanging out, we're cooking out, laying out, making out. School's out, and we're staying out late. Here comes the summer.
situation Make the best of it It's about all you can do
The Safaris right there. That's a more recent recording with the current lineup of the band featuring Bob Berryhill, who we're going to talk to here in just a moment. That song right there is called Avalanche. You can find that on the Safaris Wipeout on Salt, uh, Salt Talk Music record label. And before that, we had Jimmy Buffett with No Plane on Sunday. Larry Joe Taylor started things off tonight with Summer Days. DK Dennis King on duty. It is the Island Time Radio Show, our Monday night party, three hours of trap rock music. And we've got rock and roll history tonight. One of the original members of the Safaris, which have a very great, big, giant, historical rock and roll hit called Wipeout. We'll talk all about that. And we're going to bring Linda Robb on the telephone here after this break. And uh, we'll talk to Bob Berryhill, original member of the band. And let's go over to Hudson, Wisconsin once again. Bring on our Trop Rock Queen. Ohio. Trop Rock <laughs> Queen. Bob, Bob's on the other line. We're going to talk to Linda real quick. Uh, Linda Robb, how are you? Hey, not too bad. How are you doing, DK? The Queen of Trop Rock. How are you? I am, I guess. Um, I am doing good, uh... Had a, had a fun weekend and just uh, getting back in the swing of things, working and, you know. She accepts the uh, new name grudgingly, it sounds like. But anyway, sounds like you had a good weekend. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a lot of fun. Went uh, headed down towards Madison, Wisconsin, to this uh, place called House on the Rock. It's uh, the guy that built a house on a rock, go figure, huh? And uh, it's got this cool infinity room that sticks out from the bluff and... Uh, and then there's a whole bunch of warehouses full of just collections of anything and everything you could think of that he's uh, collected over the years and uh, just crazy stuff. I mean, it's, it's hard to explain. You have to see it. the pictures I took don't even do it justice. Yeah, so. I, I saw the pictures, and uh, I can't believe that just came from one guy. Yeah, I think, you know what, I think because he died quite a while ago, I think, I think they kept collecting them and adding to it. I'm not positive, huh. but... Yeah, there's a big long story be behind the the, the guy, and um, there's just weird. Like the place is huge. There's like carousels and yeah, I saw it. Unbelievable. <laughs> you can spend. It's like going to any museum. It was like a good three hour, four hour visit, something like that. So yeah, I wouldn't want to get locked in there. They have this place called the Red Room. That place is a trip. Just yeah. some creepy stuff. Yeah. Madison, Wisconsin. All right. Well, Linda, thanks for joining us. We are going to bring on a very special guest tonight. He is one of the original members of the great surf rock band from the early 60s, the Safaris. Let's welcome Bob Berryhill. Bob. Yes, sir. How you doing? From Nashville, Tennessee these days. I'm doing good, Bob. How are you? Yeah, we're here on the Cumberland River. <laughs> Cumberland River. All right. There's some good surf over there, I heard. Yeah, there's a few little wind waves that come <laughs> up. And, uh... It's a great pleasure to talk to you. I've been a big fan of uh, not only Wipeout, but I've I've got a few Safari albums in my collection over the years, and uh, it's, this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, tell us about, um, well, I'll just, for anybody who doesn't know, you guys were a bunch of teenagers, very young. You were 15, I think, when this happened. And yeah, uh -huh. you and three, uh, or four, was it four bandmates in the fall of 62? Had this huge... Well, four of us in total. Four total, <laughs> yeah. okay. And yeah. uh, you had this huge hit, Wipeout, which, which was a drum instrumental with surf guitar all over it. And it just, not only did it become a hit, but it was like a, such an inspiration for drummers, which we'll talk about 
later on, but it sold millions of records, and uh, it's been played on the radio over 5 million times, you, you say. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, it's gone millions, and uh, there's been over a 1,000 re-recordings of it by other bands, so it gets well spread around, shall we say. <laughs> the one that I think, one of the, the weirdest one I'm thinking of right off the top of my head was the Beach Boys and the Fat Boys. In uh, 88? Yeah, that was 1987, Seven, 89. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was amazing because they put words to Wipeout, and, you know, that's kind of unconceivable, <laughs> but they did. Right. <laughs> and it was an amazing song. Cause I run into people today when we do concerts. They say, oh, yeah, I remember the Fat Boys version. <laughs> you know, I go, cool. <laughs> they, they don't ask you to perform it, do they? No, I've never really uh, done that. <laughs> I've always kept true to the might say the original version yeah. because I think that's what people want to hear from me I was who just was say. a co-writer and guitar player on it so I tried to play it the way we would have played it in 1963 to this day so of course. that's kind of what I do I was just <laughs> kind of kidding I remember when the Beach Boys would have Billy Hinchy become the, a fat boy it was, a, it was always a trip well welcome to the show <laughs> yeah, Bob sure. I want to introduce you to yeah, my, my, you. my co-host Linda Rob. Linda uh, has a question for you oh, yeah, hi Linda. Bob Hi. So, Wipeout wasn't just a big hit, but it took on a life of its own, obviously. Um, it was played in many blockbuster movies, TV commercials, and even musicals. Can you tell us about some of these that it's been in? Well, you know, uh, obviously, the, the one that really put it on the map was uh, the dance movie, uh, Dirty Dancing. Okay. Uh, with Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Uh, Great Dancing. Movie. And so that that album, they actually had two albums from that movie. They were on what's called More Dirty Dancing and went triple platinum. Really? The okay. original master version of it. So that kind of got things really going. And also, you know, the idea of syncing songs to music had been going on for a while, but that really set the stage for Wipeout to be heard all over the world in 19, you know, whatever year that was. I think 89, I think it was. Yeah, but it was amazing. Late 80s. Yeah, late 80s. And that, that keeps... Yeah, well, additionally, it was in Sandlot and, and right. uh, was in uh, the movie Surf's Up. That was the cartoon version. Right. Remember that? Yes. With, uh, Lloyd, uh, with Bridges doing the one of the voiceovers. And they actually played it twice in that movie. Two different bands, two different versions. In the beginning, or in the middle of the movie, and at the end. So... It did that. Plus, it'll be in a brand new commercial in Canada for a um, telecommunications company there. So it has a life, and it does keep going. That's for sure. And what's great for you guys is it keeps your name out there as the years go on. It's not just oh, this is a, a band that had this hit many years ago. Everybody, you you pick up new, the new generations with these movies and commercials or whatever it might be. Yeah, it's kind of the one-hit wonder that lasted 56 years. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it keeps getting reminded. Everybody knows that I hardly run into anybody who hasn't heard it in some form. Yeah. If I start playing the drums or start singing the melody, they go, oh, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, one of the uh, best accomplishments or recognition, I should say, for this song was that uh, Billboard magazine and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, acknowledged it as being a uh, influential record. And it influenced a whole generation of drummers. I've talked to people who said, yeah, I picked up the drums 
after I heard Wipeout because I started pra- you know just practicing from that song, and it went from there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, Keith Moon of the Who. Uh, drummer for the Who, I believe. Uh, he yes. said that Ron Wilson's playing was one of his inspirations. So it was definitely an inspiration for drummers. Uh, <laughs> you know, Bruce Springsteen just did a whole segment in his one-man show that he did on uh, Broadway, where he has a chapter in his book called Wipeout, the story of his one of his first drummers trying to play Wipeout. Oh, really? At his shows. So it's, it's one of those songs where drummers... Um, Really, it was the, the song that made made or break could break you as a drummer because you have to think of a cadence, you have to breathe, and you can't tighten up. You got to play the whole thing steady without changing the tempo or the cadence and all of that. So for drummers, it's quite a discipline uh, for a drummer to play it, even though it may be the simplest sounding one ever accomplished. It is definitely something that that drummers strive to play it the way that it was originally played. So it's quite a quite a feather in the cap of Ron Wilson. Yeah, it would be like, be like a good audition song for a drummer. If you're joining my band, you got to play Wipeout. Well, that's true. That's what happened with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. The drummer couldn't play it. Yeah. And every time it came up, <laughs> the audience would start yelling, Wipeout, Wipeout. <laughs> he finally started playing it. And he said, you know, the guy's sticks would start flying and he'd run off the stage. So, now, so uh, it does have its... It's highs and lows, shall we say, for drummers. In my younger days, I was never a drummer, Bob, but in my younger days, I remember when I would play Wipeout, I would do, like, the the air, you know, air drums, like air guitar, like, and Mm -hmm. it was so intense, you know, from, I would try to do the entire song. It was like a workout. I mean, my heart was beating, and it was like, oh, my God, this is like a workout. Oh, yeah. Minutes. Well, I don't know it or not, but Ronnie has a, a Guinness World Record of a 104-hour drum solo. Really? So if you can beat that, you're pretty good. Yeah. Really? That's amazing. Yeah, he did it in Sacramento. I think it was 1964. Uh, went up there and spent a whole day. And uh, when he went to the head, he had to had to play a tambourine just to keep <laughs> making a beat. <laughs> so it was quite a challenge, but he ended up doing that. And then we played a four-hour concert at the end of the of his performance, so he was wow. quite an Iron Man. Wow. Oh. We're going to talk about the original members and uh, in the lineup that you have these days, because you guys are still doing shows. In fact, we're going to talk later about a show that you're doing in Michigan. Um, but right now, I'm, I'm going to take a minute here, and we're going to play a couple of the big ones here. The Wipeout, I have the long version from the surf box set from Rhino a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It's called long version. I'm not sure what what makes it a long version, but I got that. And we have uh, Surfer Joe, of course, which we want to talk a little oh, bit yeah. about that as well. Bob uh, okay. Berryhill from the Safaris, thank you so much for doing this. And hang on the phone. We will continue this in just a moment. Sounds great. Here it is, the rock and roll classic, folks. Wipe out.
three ways, man, is he hard to catch. song surfer joe from the safaris and linda rob is with us linda hey bob uh what led the hey, band to mostly mostly record instrumentals after your uh surfer joe song that we just heard played well you know in that era surf music was 99 percent instrumental right. because we were playing for dances and we'd play a four-hour okay. dance, and, and we really didn't have PA systems in the places we played, like gymnasiums and, and uh, armories and things. I mean, they had a PA, but it was the basketball announcer PA with one mic. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. that's probably the reason why surf fans were really popular, because uh, Leo Fender made these huge amps, the Showman amp, and you could just blast a whole gym. And so that's what gave us really the energy. But what happened was, is Ronnie came to a rehearsal one night where we were rehearsing all instrumentals uh, and said, hey, Bob, I had a dream about a song called Surfer Joe. And so that's what got us into the studio was Ronnie's uh, tune there that we put chord progression and, and made it a song. And so that's what got us started to go into the studio where we wrote Wipeout. So it was really, that was our sort of a caveat into it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay, that makes sense. And what instrument did you play when you were in the safaris? I had a Fender Jazzmaster. Yeah, Fender Jazzmaster and a Bandmaster amp. Okay. Fantastic. So, Wipeout was a huge hit, obviously. Um, I'm assuming it was a big moneymaker for the band? Well, like anything else, it uh, takes five lawyers for you to make money. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. You know, we, we signed with uh, uh, Princess Records first, and okay. that sort of led us down the path of uh, getting into Dot. But uh, 
what happened was is that after we got on to after we did Princess Records, it got uh, sent to um, Johnny Hyde in, in Fresno, got it on his midnight Make It or Break It show. And from that, uh, people at uh, Dot Records called Johnny Hyde and said, have you got any new songs that are really good? And because it had won sort of the Battle of the Band contest on the radio, they said, yeah, we got this song called Wipeout, so they mailed it back to Los Angeles. Or Randy Wood, who was the president of Dot at the time, liked it and said, hey, that's a hit song. And so uh, that got us on the, the Dot label. And from there, it kind of mushroomed, as you might say. I would, yes, I would imagine with all these movies, the money has gotten better over the years, perhaps. Well, sync licensing is really where you make the money uh, because, you know, when you sync up your song to a major motion picture, it is definitely perked up. Yeah. The, the royalties, that's for sure. <laughs> now, I want to talk a little bit about the early days when you, when you first put this together. I, I just I can't believe how, how young you guys were. You, Bob Berryhill, you were 15. Jim Fuller was yeah. 15. Pat Connolly, 15. Ron Wilson, 17. When you uh, formed the band in Glendora, California. Right. Yeah, we were basically our first, it was in September of 1962. It was our beginning of our sophomore year in high school together, the three of us. We were all three in Glendora High. Ronnie was in a school south of us called Charter Oak High School. That's where he went to school. So we, we met through some mutual friends. But that is uh, true. We were all 15 and then 17. So we were basically a boy band, you might say, with five sets of parents. And, it's, and it was the same way for so many bands. I mean, you, when you look back at the Beach Boys history, Carl Wilson was like 14. Yeah. And David Marks was like 12 yeah. or something, 13 or something when they got rolling. Just amazing. And yeah. were you guys like, it seemed like that was the year for that surf music kind of took off. Was was Were you guys into surfing at all, or was it just the type of hot music that you wanted to get into? No, we were totally sold out in surfing. I, mean, uh, I went to Hawaii when I was 13. Okay. I was 1960, and I learned how to surf right out there at Waikiki Beach. Uh, my mom and dad took my older sister and I and rented us a couple of surfboards and they had what are called beach boys there on the beach right. and they're these big tough Hawaiian guys that take you out and put you in the right part of the wave and, and they hold the ends of your board they make you lay on the board and then when the wave comes they just push you right into it wow. and uh, because my, my sister and I both knew how to water ski we stood right up, okay. and we were totally amazed that we could do that. Because once you got up, it's like water skiing. Basically, you're you know, cutting through a wave, and, and in, on Waikiki Beach, the waves go straight in. So we were really good at that, so we could do it. So we got started when we were 13. So when we were going to the beach uh, and going surfing, and then we went down to the Rendezvous, which is in Balboa, where Dick Dale was putting on concerts. And that's where we really heard surf music for the first time in terms of its raw form there you go. was right there at, at the beach and Dick Dale got the reverb unit out from you know Dick from uh, Leo Fender and his showman amp and just blasted the hall with you know drenched the hall with wet <laughs> wet reverb uh, which was a new sound as you remember previous to that in the 58-59 you had basically dry songs like Walk Don't Run and, and Rebel Rouser and and moon and uh, uh, bulldog things like that yeah. that did not have a lot of 
wet reverb in it, but, but when Dick was given this reverb to play, he just took it to another level, which allowed it just kind of like in 65 when the birds came out with the 12-string guitar. Right. I mean, you, you knew the 12-string <clears throat> were around, but they had the perfect song to make it work, and Dick Dale had Mr. Lou and surf beat and surf drums, and, and he had a hall of, you know, thousand <laughs> teenagers all dancing to it, and, and so that's what, where we really got started in it, and we came home and said, you know, let's put together a band, and so that's kind of how we got started. And some some people don't, you know, that don't know a lot about surf music, when you guys were playing the guitar, you were trying to uh, emulate that sound of the water. You were trying to sound in the guitar, like you were underwater playing. Well, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's these situations where you're dealing with, anytime you hear a new sound, you and it happened to be hooked up with surfing, and as you know, surfing was basically started by watermen with balsa wood boards. And when surfboards came out with plastic surfboards or fiberglass surfboards, that allowed us to have a, a lighter weight board that we could do tricks on the water, cut across and, and do things like that. And so it, it, the, the surfers, they were coming to Dick Dale's concerts and they were coming to our concerts. Right. And they're the ones that actually named the music surf music because it was their music. Right. You know, the people would come from the beach come to a show, and they were doing a new dance. They created a new dance on the floor called the Surfer Stomp. So you have surfers surfing, surfers coming to a dance, doing the Surfer Stomp, and then that created surf clothes, and then obviously surfboards enhancing the situation, and then surf music was just sort of a, a package that we all kind of uh, put together at once, you might say. It was a, it was a whole lifestyle, and the, and the pure surfers... When groups like the Beach Boys came out, they thought they they were like sellouts, and they didn't like that initially. It, it, they came around later, but uh, it's fascinating to read some of those yeah. stories about how the Beach Boys uh, ran into some of that uh, animosity. I guess you would have to say in the beginning. Well, because probably the first the first question that anybody would ask me is, "Hey, do you surf?" And our whole band, everybody in the band, surfs. Wow! So it was kind of like you know that was. It was part of our whole being immersed in the whole movement. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like with the, you know, you had to become a flower child for the peace and love movement, right? There you go. Well, you had to live in Haight Ashbury, you know, to really say you're a part of the movement. Well, we had to be at the beach. So we were at Newport Beach and, Dana, and Balboa, Dana Point, where they had what's called Killer Dana, where it used to be Killer Dana before they put the harbor in. But the idea was that we were out there in early morning. In the fog, waiting for the biggest wave to come in. So we were doing that and then going and playing concerts and coming back. And the people, I mean, we, we would literally go surfing. Uh, after we played a concert, we'd drive to the beach, well, sleep on the beach, well, get up and go out and surf, and come back and play a concert <laughs> the next night. So we were doing that regularly. Amazing. Uh, a couple of yeah. trivia things I want to, well, no, they're not really trivia. They're great facts is what I'm trying to say about Wipeout. The manager, Dave Smallin, was your manager, and he is the guy who does the laughing uh, Wipeout intro. Well, his name was Dale. -A -L -E. Dale, I'm sorry. Dale, Dale Smallin. That's all right. Dale Smallin. Yeah, he was um, uh, a video maker there in Azusa, California. I was actually, at, at eight years old, I was in a bicycle safety film for him. And then at 12 years old, he wow. was my scoutmaster. Wow. <laughs> I knew him quite well. And then when 
he was um, kind of working with with uh, young people and and doing photography for them and making safety films and videos of all different types. And so he was just sort of a person that was around young people at the time, and he volunteered to work as our manager. And so that's how we kind of hooked up with him. Did he get bugged all the time? Hey, do that wipeout thing. Well, <laughs> what would happen is after wipeout hit, he would come to the concert with us, and he'd stand on the side of the stage with a microphone. Okay. And before we would do wipeout, he'd yell the laugh, and then we would play wipeout. So That's awesome. He wasn't bugged by it. In fact, he he did uh, voiceovers for cartoons and things. So really? one of his uh, voices that he did. So he, wow. he was quite the performer, actor, kind of a guy. That's fantastic. Dale Smolin. And who was with, uh, which member was actual the drummer on Wipeout? That's uh, Ron Wilson was drums. Ron and Wilson. then we had okay. Pat Conley on bass and Jim Fuller on guitar and myself on guitar. Fantastic. All right. We are going to bring on um, Rob Mel from San Diego, California. Rob, are you there? I am. How are you, Dennis? Good to talk to you again. Mr. Barry Hill. I, hey, how you doing there? Yes, I want. I want. Well, go ahead, Rob. Just go ahead and talk. Uh, Rob has been a big fan and very influenced by you guys. Go ahead, uh, Rob. Not only a big influence, but I was uh, privileged to play in a band with Devin for uh, a couple of years. We're good pals. So, oh, yeah. Uh, well, that's good. Yeah, Devin's oh, yeah. been in San Diego now, what, 25 or so. That's my son, Devin, who plays guitar in my band now. Well, he uh, has had several different bands. Yes, the Terminators. Isn't that what they're called? Yeah, I'm here. like that. The current, the current, yeah, uh, love those guys. The current lineup of the Safari. Uh, correct me if I'm mistaken. Is it is it a family operation now, uh, Bob? It's you and your wife and the two sons. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, Jim Cash passed away in 2005. He was our sax player. Okay, and then. Uh, Ron Wilson actually passed away uh, in 1989 uh, at the age of 45, had a brain concussion, mm. a brain hemorrhage, I guess we call it. He died in his sleep uh, wow. uh, one night. And then uh, and Fuller died in 2012, I believe. And so what happened was is I'd been playing my version of the safaris for a long time. Fuller had his version. Uh, when he passed away, then I kind of took over the reins to say, I'm the only one left, so um, out of the band, I thought, well, I'll just replace it with my wife on bass guitar, which she actually started in 1990 playing bass with me, okay. and my two sons started in 2000, so we've been playing together for 22 years wow. uh, in this configuration, wow. so we've been having a lot of fun, and it's a family, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of that going on, I don't know if you checked any uh, history of rock and roll, but there's a lot of bands that have their kids now playing with them, and they're Oh, yeah. <laughs> mature, uh, grown-up adults, and so it's just been one of those things that, that it's, I don't know, when you're playing with your family, it's just, as a father and as his wife and his two sons, it's just a joy to be on stage together, so sure. I really love it. Go ahead, Rob. That's so great. That's so great. I've listened to them a number of times. Love them. Love them. Now, tell us, Rob Mel, tell us about the Surfer Joe beatnik version that you recorded on, on your album. <laughs> well, I uh, 
my uh, my producer at the time, Don Nuzo, who lives in Solana Beach, uh, we came in the studio one day, and and he said, um, Rob, do you uh, do you believe in aliens from outer space? And I said, Well, it depends. And he said, Well, I got an idea for a song that you know well, but not the idea that I have for it. How'd you like to sing uh, Surfer Joe? And I went, Oh, I'd love it know it by heart well yeah i know you know it but you don't know it like like i want you to sing it and um of course we had we're old enough we've grown up with a whole bunch of beatniks and uh and remember the day maynard g krebs and <laughs> Dobie gillis and those guys yeah so uh don said you know i want you to sing it in your deepest lowest beatnik voice and i said what? <laughs> and uh, in fact, I, I called Devin Berryhill and asked, "Hey, how do I get permission to uh, to record Surfer Joe?" And there's a caveat, Devin. Um, first, let me know how to do it. So he explained how I go online and and find the site where you um, you're able to register it and uh, and pay for it and stuff. Um, but then I told him how Don, who uh, Devin knows as well, how Don wanted me to sing it. And I said, I don't know. Um, and Don even told me, now you're taking a chance on this, I realize, but um, you'll be able to pull it off. So I felt really weird singing it like that. <laughs> but, uh, but it was a lot of fun. And um, Don added some of his magic guitar to it. Um, thought about getting some of the guys from the Surfaris to guest perform, but uh, Don had it wired. So, so the rest is history, I guess. <laughs> what? It was it was fun to do, though. We're going to play that version in just a couple of minutes here, Rob. Um, fun. I don't even know if Bob's heard it. I asked Bob earlier. I don't think he has. This is going to be a first. Yeah, uh, no, I haven't heard it. <laughs> it slipped my mind. Oh, gosh. Uh, it'll be exciting to hear. Now, before we let you go, Bob, tonight, uh, I know you're doing yeah. a big show in Michigan. Tell us tell us about that real quick. Yeah, August uh, 28th in uh, Marysville, Michigan. Okay. Uh, they're doing a Hot Wheels car show. Wow. And uh, wow. we're going to be uh, playing on stage up there. I think in, there's uh, several stages, I think, and we're going to be on one of them. So, uh, it's going to be a great show. Looking forward to it. And that is what uh, date in uh, Marysville, Michigan again? Yes, August 28th. August 28th. On Saturday. Okay. Very cool. Uh, Bob Berryhill, this has been a pleasure yeah. having you on Island Time. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Okay. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, Thanks, uh, good luck in the future. <laughs> and your most recent... Uh, a CD, as far as I know, it's the one that you sent me. is is called Wipeout, and it's got some new recordings with the current lineup on it. Right, yeah, they're eight original songs. It's the way we wanted to do the original Wipeout album, but they wouldn't let us. Oh, is that right? Sing. We had to play their songs. Okay. <laughs> but um, we kind of redid it as a tribute to the original Wipeout album, where we had to do everybody else's songs. I thought, well, let's do eight original ones. So uh, the four of us put together these songs, and... Uh, made it uh, a great stab at being uh, being current with the surf music, as we say. 
Now, later on in the show here, throughout the show tonight, I'm going to play a couple more Safari's tracks. And one of them I really love is, uh, if I, I might have the pronunciation wrong, Bam, Bambora? Okay, that's not the Safari's. That's the original Safari's. Oh, really? They were a band. Yeah, they were a band that had the same name as us. <laughs> oh, really? We didn't know it. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, uh, the Safari's was a name that we chose. Never heard of this other band. We had to go to court to win the name The Safaris. Wow. And the court gave them, in those days, they would go, okay, we'll call you guys the original Safaris. So the other band took the original Safaris oh, because we had a hit record, uh, Wipeout, with, written by The Safaris and uh, played by The Safaris. So we got to keep the name. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll play that one later on. But we, were, we are going to play I Want to Take a Trip to the Islands. That's you guys, right? Yes, that's off of our, one of our Decca albums. Yeah, and there's vocals. Ron Wilson original. Yeah, there's vocals on that one. And Point Panic was a little bit of a hit, also for you guys. Oh yeah, that was our follow-up hit on Decca. Okay, uh, we recorded in September of '63, and it got into the top 100. So it was a bona fide Billboard song. And one other little tidbit: uh, you did, you and the Beach Boys did a, th a theme for a TV show that was called Karen in the early '60s. Yeah. And I think yeah, they, it was 1965. I believe they used your version. Is that right? Well, in America, it was the the TV series was called 90 Bristol Court. Okay. And because we were on DECA, Universal Studios wanted us to do a version. So our song is called Karen, and they had a TV series in Japan. The same girl that was uh, playing uh, Karen in the United States they called the TV series Karen, and so our theme song became number two in Japan in 1965. Wow. So actually had a, a hit with it in wow. that country. And I know the Beach Boys had a version as well. That's, that's wow. Yeah, they did the, They got to do the 90 Bristol Court version here in the United States. Okay. But we got to do, because Universal is an international company, uh, they put ours on in Japan. Fascinating. Bob Berryhill, thank you so much once again. I can't thank you enough for doing this. And uh, we're going to have a podcast, so tell your friends they can catch us later on. But thank you for uh, joining us. All right. Thank you so much. And we're going to play you, We're going to play Surfer Joe, the beatnik version by Rob Mel. Thank you, Rob Mel, for being here. And Linda Robb, of course, thank you for being here. My pleasure, Dennis. Thanks, man. All right. Check this out. Surfer Joe, Rob Mel, the beatnik take on Island Time. Surfer Joe, go man, go. 
take on Surfer Joe from Rob Mel right there from just a couple of albums ago. It actually might be his most recent album. That's right. All right. Before that, we had Surfer Joe, of course, uh, from the Safaris and Wipeout. We're also going to hear uh, I Want to Take a Trip to the Islands and Point Panic before we are all done tonight. we got lots more to go tonight on Island Time. Labor Day weekend 2021, it's the Island Fever Showcase, a trop rock music festival featuring award-winning musicians and bands. This event will take place at the historic Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa. Check out the awesome entertainment lineup. Donnie Brewer and the Dock Rockers, Sonny Jim White, Tom and Coley Shepard, The Boat Drunks, Drop Dead Dangerous, John Patty, The Peter Mare Group, Jerry Diaz and Hannah's Reef, Scott Kirby Trio, Tall Paul and Christy, Pirates, Guitars and Beachfront Bars, The Bamboozlers, Compass Rose Band, Jim Hain, Corey Young, Isabella Stefania, Erica Sunshine Lee, Danny Rossano, Eric Erdman, Emily Randall, Paul Rausch, Mike Nash, J.D. Edge, and Brad Brewer. Lineup is subject to change. 
step onto the hardwood floors surrounded by booths reminiscent of milkshakes and early rock and roll. Designated by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a landmark, the Surf Ballroom was the final venue which Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and the Big Bopper performed. The 2018 event was epic, so make sure you don't miss out in 2021. That's the Island Fever Showcase, Labor Day weekend, September 3rd through the 6th at the Surf Ballroom in Clear Lake, Iowa. Sponsored by the Surf Ballroom and the Isle of Iowa Parrothead Club. For tickets, hotel information, and more, go to islandfevershowcase.com. That's islandfevershowcase.com. And a little extra information. Tickets for Island Fever Showcase are not sent or emailed to anyone. Attendees' credentials will be available at most of the pre-event happenings around Clear Lake. If you do not get them at any of those events, they will be available at the Surf Ballroom. If you have any questions of whether or not you have tickets, feel free to contact Gerald uh, Potasic by either email at G, at G... Wait, start over here. GCP... T-A-C-E-K at Hotmail.com or message him on Facebook. See you all soon. Cindy Muir from Texas Way. Welcome back to Island Time. Hey, Dennis. How you doing tonight? Oh, not too bad. It's, bad. it's my bad. favorite time of year, summertime. I'm always happy about that. <laughs> and y'all are lucky to have 64 degrees. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> at this time of night, if, yeah. we get, if we get down to 81 at all at night, it's, it's, uh, it's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah? I wouldn't mind that so much. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't mind hot that humid, at all. Hot and humid. Hot and humid. Yeah. Oh, but the beach has been nice, so we're we're good. We're good down down here in Port Aransas. So, and I need to tell you that Riddles, uh, Riddles and um, Riddles and Sand—that's what's what's called—was um, put on by the Galveston Bay Parade Club last weekend. I did not go, which was a big mistake. Oh, really? Um, my goodness, they had they had fabulous a fabulous lineup of uh, musicians, great entertainment. They had a blast. I had I had quite a few friends that went from all over Texas and um, and and some from out of state also. And oh my goodness, they they had a, they had a wonderful time. They had Donnie Brewer and they had the Detentions and um, Davis, who's a Texas guy, Robert Greeny, who's a Texas guy, uh, Jonas Lawrence and his band, who um, they're from Austin area, but um, those. Those that are going to be going to meet the mind, they, if they don't know Jonas already, they're going to know it all soon. So anyway, it was it was a party. It was a real big party. So I'm I'm kind of sorry that I missed that. And then I believe this weekend, Summer Chill, I think it is. So yes. Are you headed? Is are your, you headed to that? Are you close enough to go to that? I am close enough, but I've got two other events coming up that I, I can't do them all. So yeah, but yeah, it, it is this weekend. Yeah. Yes. Right, right. Well, that's that's going to be a big party too. I'm, I'm sure. Back Absolutely. here in Texas, we have on Saturday we have our Seguin Texas or Seguin Parade Club. They're having a Seguin Fling. Of course, we have to spell that with P H. You know. Yes. <laughs> and um, that's a one day event, and they do a, always do a really good job of raising money. Um, and then 
then the next week in actually is petite party. Uh, Jerry Diaz is putting on like a mini party girl on in New Orleans on uh, October 13th and 14th. I'm actually going to be at that because I, I do a mother-daughter trip with my grown daughter every year, and we'd already planned to go to New Orleans several months ago when oh, it happens to be during that time. Perfect. So, yeah, so we're here with Brent Burns and Steve Hopper and uh, local Bob Duran, local Rain Chardon. Um, I know I'm leaving some people out. Uh, anyway, he uh, Jerry's rather sly. He doesn't let all the, the cats out of the bag until, you know, real close to the yeah. end. So. So anyway, and then uh, then I'm also headed up the next weekend after that. I'm going to a few things. Um, the <laughs> Austin Parrothead Club has, uh, they used to have a Pirates Ball all weekend, uh, a weekend of it. Um, keeping with the Pirate game, it's just a one-day event. They're calling it Walk the Plank. Really? And that's going to be in Austin on August 21st. And um, then still keep it in Texas in early September, September 10th. The Canyon Lake Parrothead Club has the foot flop fling again with the PHS. There you go. Um, and down here in Puerto Ranthus, we've got the, our our Chamber of Commerce is just in a group called uh, the Chamber of Commerce slash Visitors Bureau called Visit Porte, and they are really coming on on Buffett style board big time. They're having a big kickoff for a music weekend um, on September 17th, and we've got the Land Sharks coming down here. So Beautiful. everybody is very, yeah, everybody's very excited about yeah, that. Yeah. And um, and then the next weekend is our local Parrothead Club, uh, Parrotheads of Port Ranthus, our annual fundraiser called Wings of Report 8 on the 24th and 25th. So we're, we've got busy times down here. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, um, everybody stays well. <laughs> now you are, busy times, lots of music. you are in Port Aransas, is that how you say it? You said it right, yes. Juke Johnson. Not Port Arkansas, Port Aransas. <laughs> okay. Juke Johnson, uh, one of the artists we play has play has a brand new song. I think Alvy King co wrote it. Anyway, it's called Port Aransas. You guys got a song. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, great. So I'll, Well, okay. I'll have to look that up. Juke Johnson. Okay. And I'll, and I'll uh, see if I have it with me, I'll get it on tonight. But uh okay. I think I do. Great. I think I do. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, yeah. that jumped out at me because I was like, I had to say the word, and I wasn't real sure how to say it. And then I went, I didn't know Cindy was from there. <laughs> yes, that's where I live. There that's we where go. I live. There we go. And uh, there are a few others. Uh, Jerry Diaz has a song called Four Day, Full, Full, Full Moon, Four Day Saturday Night. Or oh, right. Four Day sure. Full Moon, Saturday Night. Sure. Okay. And uh, there have been, been a few about Puerto Rico. So, anyway, but, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested in hearing this one. You guys must be a great town if you got a couple trap rock songs about you, and I tell you what. <laughs> it's awesome. a good town. It's full of tourists right now, but it's a good place. So, now, we're, we're yeah. going to the uh, Sweet 16 uh, Shore Life Party in Jacksonville, Florida, and also oh, yeah. that's August 20th through the 22nd, and then the uh-huh. Island Fever Showcase is Labor Day weekend in Clear Lake, Iowa. So we got two big right. ones. Right. That is going to be such a great show. Yeah. Such a great show. I'm sorry I'm not going to that. The lineup is That's incredible. Be terrific. And it may be yeah. the last time they do it out there, so it might be like your last chance. So Right. But, uh, yeah, I was I was I was rather surprised, but very, very pleased that they went ahead and, and scheduled it. Yes. So that's that's great. That's great. All right. Cindy Muir, unless you got something else, thank you again. 
No, no. We'll see you in Key West, though, won't we? No. I, I, if, if, no. Iowa, if Iowa wasn't happening, that's always the... It's either uh, Iowa or Key West. And, right. Uh, like I said, if Iowa doesn't happen anymore, then I guess I'll be hopefully back to Key West in uh, 22. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But have fun down there. All right. Oh, well, we will. We'll plan on it. You should be back to <laughs> full rocking this year, hopefully. We're hoping. We're keeping our fingers crossed. All right, <laughs> Cindy Muir, thank you so much for taking a few minutes, and fins up to you, and uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds great. Thanks, Dennis. All right, Cindy. Cindy Muir from Trap Rockin'. She's got her own website as well. Right there on Island Time tonight, DK Dennis King on duty, and we're going to get right back into the music. This is a uh, another Floridian, Captain Josh, from an album called If I Had a Hammock a few years ago. This is the title track. the love. 
jug band music It seems to make him feel just fine I was told a little tale about a skinny as a rail Eight foot cowboy with a headache He was hung up in the desert swamp rats and trying to get a drink of water With his knees are getting mud cake And I'll tell you in a sentence how he stumbled into Memphis, Tennessee Hardly crawling, looking dust Brian Kelly, there we go. <laughs> Brian Kelly from Florida Georgia Line. This is Fish All Day on Island Time. Take a note from the snowbirds. Take the boat down south where the coast turns. Adios. 56 are on a fast track, tangled up like a prop in a crab trap. Anchor up this hacienda, only thing on our agenda. Fish all day, love all night. Saltwater kisses and a key lime pie. Jumper on a hook, man, he putting up a fight like a Hemingway book done come to life. Catch a little sunshine, medication, little maritime. That sunny brick sitting in the slips Real ready to ride Fish all day Love all night Get the live well maxed out Ice it down Throw the anchor on back down Hit the town Kill a couple painkillers Make a little of it Wake up and do it all again Fish all day Love all night Saltwater kisses and a key lime pie Sunny brick sitting in the slips, real. 
There he is, Brian Kelly from the new album. Uh, he is, a, of course, with Florida Georgia Line, but doing a trap rock thing now. I tell you what, very cool. That is Fish All Day. And the name of the uh, Pirates, Guitars, and Beachfront Bars album, by the way, is And the Seahorse You Rode. That's right, the new release. Check it out. DK on duty. It is island time. We're going to uh, play one more Safaris track here, and it's uh, one of their hits, Point Panic.
umbrella and a blanket. Cold beads with the lime in it. It's where I write my songs. Everybody sings along. Nothing ever goes wrong. Living large in the Baja. Hot dogs all wrapped up in bacon. Writing verses like Jack Johnson. We're not in a hurry. No, there's no need to worry. Margaritas cheaper than water. Making out with Tammy's daughter. It don't get in the Baja. Walking naked on Saltito. Sharing the shade from my sombrero. Large in the Baja, making something out of nada. Who'd ever thought we'd have got caught up doing what we wanna? Umbrella and a blanket, cold beer, twist the lime in it. It's where I write my songs. Everybody sings along. Nothing ever goes wrong. Living large in the Baja. In the Baja, making something out of nada. Who'd ever thought we'd have got caught up doing what we wanna? Umbrella and a blanket, cold beer, twist the lime in it. It's where I write my songs. Everybody sings along. Nothing ever goes wrong. It's where I write. Songs, everybody sings along, nothing ever goes wrong. It's where I write my songs, everybody sings along, nothing ever goes wrong.
committed love I've made a few mistakes But if you think that I should grow up now It's a little bit too late I'm gonna climb up on a rainbow Jump over the moon Land in my backyard And drink rum all afternoon I'm checking out, I'm heading south I'm gonna find an old beach chair Set my ass down in the sand Breathe that salty air Not too sure where I'll end up But I know when I get there I'm gonna find a little peace of mind Somewhere south I don't care Keep spinning That might be good for you When six o'clock comes rolling around I'm turning off the news Gonna spend my mornings walking With my dog out on the beach Chasing driftwood pieces Where they seem a lot like me I'm checking out, I'm heading south I'm gonna find a no beach chair Set my ass down in the sand Breathe that salty air I'm not too sure where I'll end up But I know when I get there I'm gonna find a little peace of mind Somewhere south I don't care Hey, I'm gonna find a little peace of mind Somewhere south I don't care
Brand new song, brand new artist to Island Time. That is Carrie Phillips, Traveling on a Trade Win. We also had Pump Morse, the scuba cowboy, of course. Let's get the flock out of here. That is from uh, Pump, Pup. I said Pump, Pump Morse. New album called uh, Sandy Toes and Salty Kisses before Pump. I, I actually printed Pump on my playlist. That's why I'm saying that. <laughs> Pup Morse, P-U-P. John Nicholson, another brand new artist, I believe, also from uh, Wisconsin. Live in large in the Baja. Eddie Rabbit with a classic there, driving my life away all. On tonight's edition of the Island Time Radio Show. We're gonna, all right, we're going to do our Michael Stanley track of the week. And this one is a repeat from a couple of months ago, but I think it's worthy of it. It is from his very final album that just came out a few months ago called Tough Room. And uh, it's a good one. I'm pissed. Michael Stanley on Island Time Tonight.
Up all night, I rise to read. Teardrops falling in our bed. Sorry for the things we said to each other. Wake up feeling just the same. Neither one will take the blame. Can't we just quit this game? Wish this war was over. So, hey babe, what do you say? We get away. Let's go find a breeze. Blow across the ocean. Let's go find a beach. Rewind in slow motion. Put some wind back in our sails. Leave behind all this hail. Hey, babe. What do you say? Let's go find some wide sand. Take a walk together. Are just completely broken. Oh, let's go find an ocean. We can count the stars at night, find a reason not to fight. Treat each other halfway right. Hey, babe, what do you say? on that Detroit line Just finally punched the clock for the last time Now it's time to spend my days soaking up the sun 
I said to the wife, hey, got a great idea. We'll buy that old-time schooner. I'll even teach you how to steer, and then we'll sail around the world. What do you say? <laughs> sure, dear. I'm not buying any leaky boat. I get seasick watching Baba's float. Let's buy one of the new Class A's. Travel the country, honey, you can play. I'm not buying any leaky boats. I'm not crazy, but so you know. You can be the captain of our boat, but she won't float. Hmm. Well, I tell you. That really hit me hard. Been buying sailing books for years. I even sold the cars. And I started talking like a pirate to all the neighborhood kids. Bought his and hers sailor whites. DVDs of Gilligan's Hot Summer Nights. And I was about to win an online auction for the boat of our dreams. And your dreams. I'm not buying any leaky boats. I get seasick watching Bobber's float. Let's buy one of the new Class A's. Travel the country, honey, you can't play. I'm not buying any leaky boats. I'm not crazy, but so you know. You can be the captain of our boat, but she won't float. That's it. She reminded me the plaque on the wall hung over my head for years. The one just down the hall that says a mommy ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And I added at all. So now we pulled into the Texaco station. Looking like the Navy made a land invasion. She calls me the captain and I still call her my first mate. trucker snicker and the old ladies cheer and i still talk like a pirate whenever the grandkids are near but if mama's happy well hey that's music to my ears we never bought that leaky boat we still get seasick watching baba's floats boss sells one of the new class a's travel the country man i love to play we never bought that leaky boat I'm not crazy, but so you know. Hey, I'm the captain of our boat. Yeah. And she don't float. But she's the boat of our dreams. Yes, I'm the captain of our boat. And, and she, she don't, don't float.
Greg, you put it best. Let's rock this boat.
Classic from King Harvest, Dancing in the Moonlight, and uh, that's from 1973. That's right. Okay. Jimmy Buffett in there with Changes in Attitudes, Changes in Latitudes, Live in Anguilla from just a few years ago. And Tim Campbell with a brand new song, Something to Do with a Beer. Rudy Cox was in there as well with Leaky Boat and Nicholas George, who is Barefoot Man's son. That's right. They have teamed up on an album that's coming out real soon called Like Father, Like Son, and uh, that is a Nicholas George track called Find a Breeze. It's all on tonight's edition of the Island Time radio show. We are going into home stretch time and uh, thinking about after the show. We were at Mad Dog yesterday for the first time in a couple of years and finally experienced the social and uh, in real life. It was, it was very exciting. Social, social time. Social. Mike Mad Dog Adams selected dates. It's not going to be every weekend, but selected Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays uh, for the rest of the summer. And I tell you what, Sundays usually is kind of the laid back day, a little less folks in the house, but uh, it was not the case yesterday. It was packed just like it was a Friday or Saturday. And uh, another amazing show. From the dog, Perch Church, as he calls it. All right. John McDonald and the Mango Men, brand new album. And John has uh, recently uh, relocated from Pittsburgh to FLA. And he has a brand new album out called Islandology. This is Rum and Reggae, John McDonald. Home stretch on Island Time Tonight. Tonight we're gonna solve the whole world's problems We'll dissolve them in a tropic state of mind It's getting time to get back to simplicity Back to you and me, leave the mainland world behind The future's far away Let's live just for today. Rum and reggae are simpatico. Rum and reggae liberate our soul. Rum and reggae will intoxicate. We could dance 
In the glow of the tiki light, you look so beautiful. Tonight the moon is full to remind us where we are. Let's follow the equator sailing around the sun. Can you hear the drums taking us to the stars? Second lunch break. It's been a while. 
The lovely Lee Guest from her brand new album, wrapping things up tonight, the song called uh, Man in the Sun. We had Jonas Lawrence in there with I Need a Drink, King Harvest, classic from the 70s, Dancing in the Moonlight, and John McDonald and the Mango Men Rum and Reggae. And uh, we thank Bob Berryhill earlier on the sh- in the show, original member of the Safaris, joining us tonight. How fun was that? So we're going to wrap it up a little bit of surf music here, surf instrumental. Catch you next week. We're going to have from Hawaii way, Ricky Hana as our special guest. We haven't talked to Ricky in a while. And uh, great, great music. He's got some new stuff we're going to lay on you. And that'll be next week on the Island Time Radio Show.